Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, indeed, it is your team every day. It is your Detroit Lions. Welcome in on your Locked On Lions podcast for another day. We played it on Thursday, or Wednesday, I should say, October 26th, into Thursday, October 27th. Matt Derry with you on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for listening right here on audioboom.com and on iTunes as well for another edition of Locked On Lions. And i got to tell you, Piston season is opening up. Do not forget, tonight against the Raptors, all your Pistons info on Locked On Pistons with Dan Feldman can be right here heard on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're the largest growing sports podcast network in the country right now. And uh, thanks to you guys. Got some numbers from our buddy David Locke, who runs Locked On. He said the numbers are up for Locked On Lions to the tune of about 112% since the start of the season. That is because you guys have subscribed on iTunes, listened on audioboom.com. A lot of you commenting to me on the Twitter feed, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also on the Matt Derry Facebook page, the fan page. Appreciate the comments, appreciate you listening and spreading the word about this Lions content that we do each and every day. And again, if you're just new to Locked On Lions, one thing I'm trying to do is I think for the late crowd, the folks heading home late from work on Wednesday night, or if you're going to work early Thursday morning and you want Lions content, we bring it to you with opinions, with guests. Yesterday's podcast with Rob Rubick was awesome. And certainly breaking news, we bring it to you right here on Locked On Lions. Big news yesterday. I'm telling you right now, I can't believe it. I'm still stunned because it's 24 hours ago. I'm still in shock. The maestro, Bob Quinn. Oh, by the way, Locked On Lions today brought to you by SeatGeek.com. We love the folks at SeatGeek. You download the mobile app for the easiest way to buy tickets and use the promo code LOLIONS. Get $20 off your first purchase. Also brought to you today by Jason Strat, Remax Suburban Best real estate guy in the world, 586-634-2612. Jason Strat at REMAX Suburban. All right, I am stunned. Like I said, yesterday it came down. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't wait to talk about it. But your Detroit Lions and GM Bob Quinn, who I have nicknamed the maestro since he came here in January of 2016, this year. All these years run together for me. The maestro found a taker. For Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> oh man, can you believe it? Yesterday, Quinn trades his starting outside linebacker, KVN, Kyle Van Noy, to the New England Patriots. Yeah, that's right. Bill Belichick wants him. Along with a seventh round pick for a sixth round pick. Kyle Van Noy is gone. Now, I want to be nice. I do. I don't want to take shots. I don't. All right? Kyle Van Noy couldn't play. 
And the Lions, due to all the injuries that they've had at linebacker, going back to the preseason with DeAndre Levy, Josh Bynes, who's back, John Bostick, rookie Antoine Williams having to be rushed into action, then he got hurt. You're not left with a lot at linebacker. So the former second-round pick from 2014, a Martin Mayhew reach pick out of BYU, Kyle Van Noy, can now head to New England where they'll play a 3-4. Maybe he'll be more of a rush end there. Seems like the Patriots, for some odd reason, like to take the Lions' castoffs. Remember former backup tackle Michael Williams? Remember Leadrian Waddle? Lions and Patriots seem to like to make trades with each other. But Bob Quinn deals Kyle Van Noy. And for many of you, you're thinking, well, wait, wait a minute. Wasn't he a starter? Did we just trade a starter for a six-round pick? There's so much more to this move that I want to get into with Bob Quinn. And I'll do that coming up. We'll also let you know who was injured today back at practice, uh, who was injured and not at practice, and who was back at practice today. Some good news, some bad news from Allen Park. But the, the, the big story for me and the big issue is, is that Bob Quinn continues to try to reshape this roster. And he's also trying to send a message. Whether you're a starter or not, if you don't play up to caliber, you're gone. And for Bob Quinn to deal him middle of the season when there really isn't any linebacker depth. And yes, Josh Bynes, who had gotten injured earlier this year and now is back after an injury settlement and signs a new contract and the money pretty much washes. But with Josh Bynes back, I guess him being healthy enough to play football again signaled the end of Kyle Van Noy. But what I like is, is that Bob Quinn made this trade. Plenty of general managers in sports, not just in the NFL, are one, too loyal. Uh, Joe Dumars, Ken Holland. I mean, we could talk about guys in town. And, and both Joe D. and Ken Holland are probably Hall of Fame executives. But again, what's the fault with, with those guys? Too loyal. Well, you know, uh, this guy's probably gone. Next thing you know, he's got a contract extension. Now, Bob Quinn didn't draft Kyle Van Noy. Martin Mayhew did. But... Bob Quinn kept Jim Caldwell. Many of you said, what is he doing? Why didn't he clean house? Why aren't more guys hitting the street? Well, now what Quinn has done is he's sending a message that if you're a starter on a winning team, by the way, the Lions are four and three, and have won three in a row, it doesn't matter. If you're not playing up to snuff, I'll ship you out of town. And that is so different from what the Lions have been for 30 years, for a long time, for 50 years. Well, you know, we drafted him. We got to develop him. We see something there. Blah, blah, blah. And today, Jim Caldwell said all the right things. You know, about about Kyle Van Noy. He needs a change of scenery. He's a talented player. No, he's not. I mean, Jim Caldwell's just being PC and nice. Kyle Van Noy sucks. All right? He's terrible. He doesn't know what the football is. He doesn't have football instincts. He's a, he's a pass rusher. That really isn't fast enough to get around the edge. And he could play at BYU. That's great. But three letters are very different. BYU and NFL are real different. Not to say players from BYU can't play. We know Ziggy Atza can play. Kyle Van Noy couldn't play. I think I read somewhere, um, where was it? It was uh, Kyle Meinke on Pro Football Focus. Wrote, uh, quote, Van Noy had 23 tackles and is ranked 69th at the position of outside linebacker, according to Pro Football Focus. He's terrible. He just wasn't good enough. 
And if you focused on TV and you watched the games, you said, All right, I'm going to cue in on when he wore 95 or 53 and just watch him play, he had no idea where the ball was. As a linebacker, you've got to have some instincts. You've got to follow the football. The touchdown run by Kirk Cousins the other day on the read option. Van Noy bit on the fake, ran inside, had no clue where the ball was. Cousins ran right behind, right, right behind him, basically, and down the right, uh, you know, down right end. Kyle Van Noy was no good, and what I like is that Bob Quinn got something for him. He got a six-round pick in return. It's a miracle. I, you, know, you look at the things that Bob Quinn has done, and again, and I don't understand. And Kevin Jeffrey, who who writes to me on uh, my Facebook page on the Matt Terry fan page, is very, very critical of Bob Quinn and says that's the same old lion, same old Quinn. What has he done? Bob Quinn has done a lot. He's done a lot so far. Look at the roster. I want, to tell, I want to get into that in a second. First, though, I do have to tell you about SeatGeek. Man, football, NFL, or, uh, college, and, of course, now NBA. That means if you like tickets, you want to go to games, and the only place to go to get these seats, good seats at a good price, is SeatGeek. All right? SeatGeek.com is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. Maybe you want to go to the Pistons home opener Friday night. Check it all out on SeatGeek.com. Or get the app. For that, for that matter, I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and really, it's by far the easiest way that I've found to shop for tickets. All right, I can be anywhere, right? I can be over to a friend's house. I can be in my house. I can be at work. I can be wherever in the car. Of course, not driving. And with a few taps, I can instantly find seats for anything this weekend. Want to go to Michigan, Michigan State? They've got the tickets on SeatGeek. The great thing about the SeatGeek app too is it's clear, it's clean. You can find things on there, you know, just with a press of a button, and it's organized. I love it. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. All right, so prices can vary depending on where you shop. But SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. I got a deal for you guys and my listeners here on Lockdown Lions, all right? You guys can get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. It's simple. All you got to do, go to SeatGeek, the app, get your $20 rebate on tickets. Download the app, all right, on your phone, SeatGeek. Go to the settings tab, click on add a promo code, add a promo code. Enter the code LOLIONS, Lockdown Lions, LOLIONS. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. All right, download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code LOLIONS today. All right, I want to get back to this Bob Quinn stuff, all right? The Lions are 4-3. and three. By no means are they a Super Bowl team, all right? But they're going into Houston this weekend with a chance to end the first half of the season at 5-3 and three and be on pace to go 10-6. and six. And I understand the schedule does not get any easier for this team. they got to play Minnesota twice. they got to play Dallas uh, Green Bay again. And we know what happened last year when Green Bay came into uh, Brush and Adams, the corner of Brush and Adams. Uh, we all know what happened. Who are the most important pieces right now for the Lions? Well, of course, Matthew Stafford is number one. Bob Quinn had really nothing to do with Matthew Stafford. He didn't trade him in the offseason. I can't give Bob Quinn credit for not trading Matthew Stafford. But let's take a look at some of the other ones. All right, Jim Bob Cooter has been essential in the development and the success of of Matthew Stafford. Jim Bob Cooter could have left. Jim Bob Cooter could have been gone because if Bob Quinn decides to clean house, blow out the staff, get rid of Jim Caldwell, which many of you want done, Jim Bob Cooter would have been long gone. Jim Bob Cooter would have been back in Denver, maybe in Miami with Adam Gase. All right. 
But keeping Jim Caldwell and handing the reins over to Jim Bob Cooter last season and continuing that this season with a promise of, hey, I'm keeping the coach around, that means we keep the coordinator around, is a feather in Bob Quinn's cap. All right, Bob Quinn drafted Taylor Decker with the uh, in the first round this year of the uh, NFL draft. Taylor Decker was the 16th pick overall. Taylor Decker right now, as far as left tackles goes, looks pretty darn good. He's played good football, very good football over the last few weeks and has been the highest rated offensive player from pro football focus of any Lions player. Marvin Jones was signed by Bob Quinn this offseason. He believed Jones probably could be this team's number one receiver. The Bengals let him walk. He had other offers. Quinn saw something in Marvin Jones, and now he's Matthew Stafford's favorite target. Another check in the box, the positivity box for Bob Quinn. So Decker, Jim Bob Cooter, Marvin Jones, Graham Glasgow, third-round pick, all of a sudden looks like he could play some left guard. Lakin Tomlinson, a Mayhew pick, he's on the bench. Right? Now, it's a couple of games, really a game and a half that Glasgow has played, but he's been better than the Mayhew guy, Lakin Tomlinson. Riley Reef could have been shipped out of town, could have had his option not picked up, could have been traded, any of that stuff. Quinn believed Reef's good enough to play right, right tackle. We keep him there. So far, so good. Riley Reef's played very well at right tackle. He has not hurt himself at all. All right? He re-signed Theo Riddick who's maybe arguably the best offensive weapon on this team, both out of the backfield, in the flat, and in the slot. And he re-signed Sam Martin, who outside of Matthew Stafford's probably the Lions MVP, one of the top punters in the game. Quinn decided, hey, we're keeping him, we're locking him up. Some of the late-round picks, something we're not used to here in Detroit, with success so far, Antoine Williams, I'm not going to count Miles Killebrew in the fourth round because he's shown me nothing. But in the fifth round, Antoine Williams, the linebacker, has been injured a little bit, but when he got an opportunity, has played okay. Anthony Zettel, sixth-round pick, is out there and contributing. And seventh-round pick, Dwayne Washington from Washington, has shown some flashes. Again, been banged up. But that looks like a steal in the seventh round by Bob Quinn. So far, this team looks like it's taking shape under their new general manager. And maybe you're going to call me a homer. Maybe you think I'm out of control here in my praise for him. I don't know. After seeing yesterday, he him getting something for, for Kyle Van Noy, I, I loved it. And, and just big picture, the Lions look to be on the right track. The question, will though, will remain with Bob Quinn. And I, I don't think it Did I mention A. Sean Robinson? He's pretty good, too, at D-tackle, second-round pick. I like him. I think he's been solid. Question with Quinn, though, will be what does he do with the coach in the offseason if, in fact, this team doesn't make the playoffs, which I got news for you. The bar should be raised. In this bad NFC, the Lions, if they continue to play like this, take care of the football, protect Stafford, they should get in as a wild card. If they do, does that mean Caldwell comes back for a fourth year? Or does Quinn go, and Freddie the Pizza Man brings this up to me all the time, does Quinn go, you know what, Caldwell, you're gone, but Jim Bob Cooter becomes head coach? Or you know, associate head coach, and they bring in a head coach that keeps Cooter around? I don't know. That will be a very big decision and an important decision for Bob Quinn because if he hires a new coach and Cooter's gone and Stafford regresses, you know, then, then, then that'll be on Quinn. But I like what I've seen so far, and I want to, I want to give him high marks. 
Never thought in a million years he would snag. And I'm not saying a six-round draft pick is the greatest thing ever. Look, Quinn messed up a six-round pick this year, taking a long snapper, Jimmy Landis, or whatever his name was. That was a mistake, but we can't rake him over the coals for a bad six-round pick. But I want to give him some credit. This football team has been banged up. Uh, It has played some very poor football at times. The defense is not very good. And yet here they are sitting at 4-3 and with a chance to end the first half with five victories. Not too shabby. So, uh, you know, I'll take that. You take that if you're a Lions fan. Any day of the week. I got to tell you about Jason Strat, Remax Suburban. All right? 21 years in the business, Jason Strat. I'll, I'll say it. All right? He's the coolest, the nicest, and the most accommodating realtor in Southeast Michigan. Servicing areas from the Gross Points to St. Clair County to Brighton. When you think about selling a home, buying a home, whatever you want to do. All right? Jason Strat is the man you need to call. And you call him because he answers the phone and he helps you out. Call him today, 586-634-2612. All right, today's tip for selling your home, Jason will tell you the market is still busy with buyers who want to move, even here in the fall. We don't have the same volume of potential buyers in our market, but the people that are currently looking are ready to go now. Make sure that your home is ready to go right now from the start. Looks clean and appealing from the curb, uncluttered, smelling good on the inside. You may may only get one shot at a first impression. That is the tip, uh, the selling to home, selling your home tip of the day for my man Jason Strat at Remax Suburban. Call him today, 586-634-2612. of his clients are referral-based. That means he did a good job for people. Did a good job for me. Bought my home years ago. Used Jason as my realtor. I love his family. He's a great family man. Just a good dude. He'll talk sports with you. And that's what you want. You want a guy you can relate to, right? No BS with Jason Strat. Call him today, 586-634-2612. All right, last thing I want to get into, Locked On Lions here on a Wednesday into Thursday. Good news for the Lions in terms of practice today. Eric Ebron returned to practice. Um, Adam Kaplan from ESPN believes that Ebron will be back and playing this Sunday against Houston, which will be good to, uh, a good addition. Theo Riddick also back after missing a couple of games. And Haloti Nada. Practice today for the Lions. Lions need Haloti Nada in a big way. They've, they've missed him. I know the defense last week, they bent a lot, finally broke at the end, and only gave up 17 points to the Redskins. But Nada is a huge cog in the middle of that line. The good news is he was back at practice today. Bad news, no Darius Slay with the ankle sprain. Riley Reef didn't practice today. DeAndre Levy stays uh, remains out. And Marvin Jones as well. No Marvin Jones at Lions practice today. Hopefully it's nothing major. And he'll be out there Sunday when the Lions travel to Houston to take on the Texans. But you look at the schedule coming up at Houston Sunday, at Minnesota in two weeks, which will be a very difficult game. But then Jacksonville at home. Heck, their owner's talking to the players, finding out why they suck. Home to Minnesota for Thanksgiving Day, at the Saints, home to the Bears, at the Giants, at the Cowboys in Green Bay at home. I look at the schedule. There's parts of me that go, difficult. Two with the Vikings, Dallas, having to go to New York to play the Giants, never going to be easy. There's another part of me going, all these teams are the same. Minnesota came crashing down to earth last weekend. Still the, still the class to the division with that defense. But winnable games coming up for the Lions, and why can't the Lions split with Minnesota? They go one and one in their next two, you'll take it. 
Got to go into Houston to knock off Broke Osweiler and the Texans. All right, that'll do it for this edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Tomorrow, Locked On Texans host Robert Land will join me. We'll discuss the opposition for the weekend. Locked On Lions today brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek mobile app for the easiest way to buy tickets and use the promo code LOLIONS to get $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Jason Strat at Remax Suburban. Get your real estate done today, whatever you need. Buying a home, selling a home, looking for a cottage, whatever. Jason's the man. Call him at 586-634-2612. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Go Tribe. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.